What Really Happened with your host, Mike Rivero. Putting America first, second, and third. Here is your host, Michael Rivero. Welcome to our show today. It is Friday, July 28th, 2023. Uh, thank goodness it's Friday. Thank goodness it's Friday. Thank goodness it's Friday. And uh, as we have mentioned uh, earlier, this is my last radio show, uh, at least for the foreseeable future. And, uh, you know, I really am sad that I had to come to this decision. Um, but uh, it's purely, you know, financial. I need to focus on the whatreallyhappened.com uh, website. I got advertisers after me to carry ads, and I need to turn it into a business and and uh, try and make some money with it, pay off some bills. And I also want to get back to uh, producing original content, something that I've neglected while I've been doing uh, the radio shows and uh, you know, I, I want to thank everybody at RBN, especially Mike and Julie and Steve. Um, it's been a heck of a ride, and uh, like I said, I wish the circumstances were different. Of course, if I win the lottery, I will be back. But um, you know, it's um, it's been a good time. But I, I need to move on and uh, take care of Claire and I, and uh, something else I've neglected, unfortunately, over the uh, the years here. Anyway, um, it's another very, very busy news day. Mike is in our control room taking care of business. So let's get right on it. Oh, and by the way, the Lady Claire will be joining us in hour number two. So you can look forward to that. Uh, let's get right on into it. Now, this Tafari Campbell paddle boarding death is getting weirder and weirder. Uh, on the call log, um, reporting the, the 911 call, uh, they left the reason for the call blank. Every other call that came on in, there was a reason, boating accident, something like that. Uh, this one was left blank, and now they're saying that the 911 call came from two miles away from the Biden, I'm sorry, from the uh, Obama residence. And, uh, of course, that was, you know, the initial story was the call came from the Obama residence, and uh, now they've changed that one. And uh, they still are concealing the identity of the second paddleboarder who was out there with Tafari. So already we're seeing signs of some kind of a cover-up there. And uh, they were saying he drowned in eight feet of water. He was a good swimmer. Uh, the actual depth of that pond is actually about four feet. And uh, so there, there's definitely something wanky going on there. So apparently the call came from Wilson's Landing. This is specifically a paddleboard launch site two miles from the Obama's house on Turkeyland Cove. Uh, and that's where they're saying the call came from now. So the story's already changing and uh, there's something definitely going on there. Now, Republicans are reacting, uh, you know, angrily to the timing of the new Trump indictment, and they're claiming that the charges were filed to distract from the Biden family scandals after Hunter Biden's sweetheart deal uh, collapsed, uh, you know, completely earlier this week. And uh, uh, Special Counsel Jack Smith's team have added additional charges to the 32-count indictment the former president was already facing for keeping classified documents at his Mar-a-Lago estate. And interestingly enough, uh, they have added a new defendant, the uh, head of maintenance at Mar-a-Lago. 
And what they've got is a clear case of hearsay because they're saying one worker said that another worker uh, said that Trump wanted uh, videos deleted. Now, none of the videos were deleted, and clearly this is hearsay evidence and therefore, you know, in a fair court uh, would not be... uh, uh, would not be uh, admissible here. Now, interestingly enough, there's an article that came on out of the Gateway Pundit. Uh, there are polls out there showing that most Americans don't believe the endless prosecutions of Trump will hurt his election chances in 2024. The Democrats have completely overplayed their hands on this. They've gone after Trump so many times. The public has become numb to it all. They understand it's just politics and dirty politics at that. And uh, despite their repeated attempts to claim this is all about our democracy, nobody is buying it. Okay, it's not working. The propaganda and the politics aren't working. Trump still has a lot of support. He is polling way ahead of everybody else in the GOP primary. He's polling way ahead of Joe Biden. And, uh, you know, barring an unfortunate incident, uh, it looks like Trump has got a shot at returning to the White House. Now, another article, this is from the Daily Mail by Megan McCain, saying that when Hunter's shady plea deal collapsed, so did the wall of silence protecting Joe Biden. And you know he's in trouble when even the liberal media lapdogs start barking about what's going on. Uh, the, the, the wall of silence protecting the first family has been crumbling for some time, uh, but now it looks like it's going to collapse completely and uh, come down on Joe Biden's head. And the latest word is that Joe Biden has now hired legal counsel to deal with the emerging Burisma scandal. And uh, that is a uh, serious situation. Now, Wednesday's jaw-dropping implosion of Hunter Biden's plea deal uh, is too shocking for even the left-wing lapdog press to completely ignore. And uh, they're having to report it. And uh, it's all over the news. And, uh, you know, they, they, they basically tried to slip a fast one past the judge by putting an immunity clause uh, in part of that plea deal. And the judge said, uh, no, this is not how things work. And uh, uh, the prosecutors said they would not accept an immunity clause. And that's when the deal imploded. Hunter Biden reversed himself. He was going to plead guilty to the two misdemeanor tax charges. He uh, uh, instead pled uh, not guilty. And uh, uh, apparently on his way out of the uh, courthouse, uh, witnesses said he looked very, very agitated and worried. Now, Hunter Biden admitted to a federal judge that he did receive hundreds of thousands of dollars from a Chinese Communist Party-backed company. This is a direct contradiction of Joe Biden's claims that his family never made any money from China. And so there's a lot of money uh, floating around out there. And the latest word from the congressional investigators is they have located uh, offshore accounts accounts in other countries uh, where the Bidens are stashing some of their uh, money. Now, Hunter Biden's Rosemont Seneca business partner, Devin Archer, uh, is scheduled to testify before Congress next week. He is currently in hiding. He fears for his family's safety. He's been receiving threats, uh, and it doesn't take Sherlock Holmes to figure out where those threats are coming from. And uh, so he is appropriately scared. I mean, a lot of wet work going on. All righty. 
Another story coming on out from the Epic Times. The Fed's Hunter Biden laptop scandal is more egregious than we knew. And in issuing an Independence Day injunction, freezing federal government-led speech policing, Judge Terry A. Doty heaped particular scorn on the FBI for its obvious interference in the 2020 presidential election, namely by grooming and deceiving social media companies into suppressing the New York Post's Hunter Biden laptop. And remember, they said, you know, it's all Russian disinformation. There were these 51 former intelligence officials who signed this letter saying it looks like Russian disinformation to us. Now we know, of course, the laptop is authentic. It did belong to Hunter Biden. It is loaded up with all all kinds of emails and documents, not to mention photographs of Hunter Biden doing drugs and consorting with prostitutes and uh, uh, other very suspiciously young uh, ladies. So um, Representative Greg Stube is saying that Joe Biden will likely be charged with treason if Republicans can win back the presidency in 2024 because uh, treason charges would originate in the Department of Justice, and if a Republican is in the White House uh, following next year's elections, uh, they can scrape out the Department of Justice, get rid of all these uh, people who were interfering and misusing their power, put in somebody who's honestly going to do the job, and yes, there could be treason charges uh, because of their association uh, with uh, China, which is currently deemed to be a hostile enemy, and so it's it's a mess out there now ever since the assassination of john f kennedy it has been the normal practice for all presidential candidates to receive secret service protection and uh, that has not been extended to robert kennedy jr and uh, you know he's made several requests and uh, he's got no response and uh, you know <clears throat> Uh, it's it's unconscionable for them to deny Secret Service protection to uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And uh, maybe they're hoping that something bad will happen to him. Now, DeSantis is on the campaign trail, and he basically is sending out the message that GOP candidates should focus on defeating Biden and... You know, basically, he's on the warpath against uh, Donald Trump and saying that everybody should pool their money and support one of the other GOP candidates in order to uh, win the primary away from Donald Trump. They are so, so afraid of him here. All righty. Now, Sam Bankman-Fried got a, uh, a gift the other day. Uh, they dropped all the campaign finance charges against him, probably to protect those politicians who were the beneficiary uh, of all that money. Now, Sam Bankman-Fried was the second largest Democrat donor after George Soros, and there are indications that money that was sent to Ukraine, well, we know was given back to FTX, and so it really was a money laundering operation uh, to take some of your taxpayer money and give it to Democrats with which to rig and steal the elections. Okay. Now, a federal judge uh, has issued a gag order on uh, Sam Bankman-Fried, restricting his ability to speak publicly about his case. And prosecutors are now trying to charge him uh, with witness tampering. 
And uh, prosecutors accused Bankman-Fried of leaking his former girlfriend and business partner's personal writings to the New York Times. And uh, they said that Bankman-Fried had attempted to discredit their star witness, Carolyn Ellison, who's expected to testify against him at his trial in October. So, I mean, I don't recall, and maybe it's been hidden, but I don't recall any time in history where there was that much corruption in our capital city, in our federal government, and it's... It's it's going to destroy the nation. It really is. Now, one week after House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan threatened to hold FBI Director Christopher Wray in contempt of Congress for withholding information, the FBI has finally handed over documents detailing the agency's efforts to infiltrate Latin mass communities in the Commonwealth of Virginia. And uh, apparently uh, there is a concern uh, that religious people are now extremists in this country. And uh, so, again, the FBI was misbehaving, to put it delicately here. Now, down in Alabama, prosecutors are considering charging Carly Russell with two crimes that could land her behind bars for a year because of this hoax where she faked her disappearance she went missing for two days she came on back and had this uh, fairy tale about being uh, kidnapped and uh, abused and uh, she could be charged with falsely reporting an incident and false reporting to law enforcement authorities and uh, these are class A misdemeanors punishable by up to one year in jail and uh, yeah a lot of hoaxing going on a lot of uh, Remember Tawana Brawley? I mean, that was a real famous one. Okay, now, as we've commented earlier in the week, uh, we're seeing a lot of stuff about UFOs and alien spaceships in the news, and, you know, maybe it's just another attempt to distract us all from the emerging Biden scandals, or maybe uh, they're going to hit the button on this plan to fake an alien invasion to get us to submit to a global, excuse me, a global government. Um, but uh, in any event, over on The View, Whoopi Goldberg, who's been saying some really outrageous things lately, said, uh, you know, uh, aliens are among us. We are not the only ones in the universe. Now, obviously, I agree with that second part. Uh, but, uh, you know, she's out there saying that aliens are already among us and... Apparently, uh, some of the co-hosts actually started laughing at her over that nonsense here. All righty. Now, Mark Zuckerberg is having trouble with his new social media platform, uh, Threads, and it has lost more than half its users. Now, the Twitter rival rocketed to more than 100 million users within five days of its launch earlier, but those numbers are now tumbling. And uh, uh, basically what's going on is people don't want a filtered, safe social media platform. They want freedom of speech. And the so-called Twitter killer appears to be committing suicide. All right. Now, uh, Ohio Representative and Chair of the House Judiciary Committee, Jim Jordan, released internal meta-documents yesterday that show the Biden White House pressured Facebook and Instagram to censor content. And a lot of it had to do with uh, COVID, and a lot of it had to do with uh, covering up on the Hunter Biden laptop. 
and uh, Facebook was basically forced to go along with it. I'm sure there were all kinds of threats about we're going to break you up. We're going to, you know, same kind of stuff we saw during the uh, uh, the Franklin scandal here. Now, during a Senate hearing Wednesday, Mitt Romney argued against an amendment proposed by Rand Paul to make it illegal for the government to use social media and big tech companies to censor the views of America, which, by the way, is a violation of the First Amendment to the Constitution. And Mitt Romney is saying it shouldn't be illegal for government to use big tech for censorship. So Mitt Romney is definitely on the side of those who think that free speech, uh, you know, is a danger to the government. And, uh, well, from their point of view, I'm sure it is. Uh, We have uh, succeeded in removing the government's ability to lie to the public with impunity. And that is a major victory for everybody in independent media. Now, Paul put forth the case that the First Amendment really isn't about protecting the speech of government workers. The First Amendment says Congress shall make no law. It's about limitations on government involvement with speech. And so, yeah, they're really trying to shut down this country. They're trying to take us away from the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. And nobody's calling them out on it. You know, they, the, the Constitution is the original contract with America, and the government is not keeping up their side of the bargain. Okay. Now, apparently young people are twigging on to what's going on these days, and apparently only 18% of young adults say that they are proud to be American. And that is really a very, very bad number. Okay, now, down in Argentina, uh, there was this uh, crypto influencer, Fernando Perez Algaba, and he, his uh, dismembered body was found inside a red suitcase by a group of children who were playing by a stream in the town of Ingeniero Budge, and uh, apparently uh, had to be t- tremendously traumatic for the kids there. And uh, the kids told their parents, who then contacted the police, and uh, they discovered Algaba's legs and forearms inside the suitcase and identified him from his various tattoos. Later, the millionaire's head and torso were found in a separate location. Now, before he went missing, Algaba posted messages on social media about evil people who were out to get him. And apparently they did. All righty. Now, Chris Hedges is out there wagging a finger at the corporate media and their silence on the persecution of Julian Assange. And, uh, you know, there is this climate of fear now, wholesale government surveillance and use of the Espionage Act to prosecute whistleblowers has emasculated investigative journalism. And, uh, you know, people in the media... Uh, are are afraid to actually go on out and find out what's going on. They just read whatever their computer uh, tells them to say or tells them to write. And this is enabling draconian state censorship. And some features of that were exposed by Matt Taibbi in the Twitter files. And uh, they're going to construct this dystopian corporate totalitarianism. Uh, This might be a good time to go back and read George Orwell's 1984 or watch the movie as well here. Okay, we got to take a break for commercials, and we'll be right back.
Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try Hemp Paste for the price of a cup of coffee. HempPaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at RepublicBroadcasting.org and visit HempPaste.com slash RBN. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Working two jobs ends never seem to me. She often goes hungry so her babies can't eat. Fatherless son wears torn clothes to school. But making fun of him's the only golden rule. She doesn't know she's a favorite daughter. Someone wants All right, welcome back to our show. We're going to talk about COVID and other medical issues right now. And we are starting to see more and more of these young, healthy athletes uh, suffering uh, cardiac problems. And uh, World Cup star Linda uh, Kaikato, I think, um, 
may not feature in the tournament after she collapsed at training in distressing scenes that were caught on video. I've seen the video. She's just running you know, around the track, and she grabs her chest and goes down. And um, this, was, uh, this happened in Sydney. And, uh, she, you know, she's 18 years old, was rushed to the hospital, was unconscious for at least 90 seconds as medics and terrified teammates rushed to her aid uh, at the base. And uh, she is probably out of the uh, match against Germany. That will happen on Sunday. Now, a prominent vaccine advocate has died shortly after being diagnosed with turbo cancer. That's a brand new word. We've never heard that phrase before. And it's a cancer that is especially aggressive, especially rapid. And uh, uh, this happened to uh, Kevin Mitnick, who uh, rose to fame as a very serious hacker. He's 59 years old. It's, uh, you know, he, he's, you know, a little bit up there here. And in recent years, Mitnick was using his notoriety to promote the experimental COVID-19 vaccines, calling on the public to get injected with the big pharma jabs for the greater good. And uh, apparently he died this week following a short battle with cancer. And the news comes amid soaring reports of new cancers being diagnosed. The tumors are bigger than ever. They grow very aggressively. They spread very rapidly and are extremely resistant to treatment. And that's why they're calling it uh, turbo cancer. Now, interestingly enough, there's this article that's saying that the U.S. pilot shortage might not be resolved until 2032. It's a long way off. And, of course, during the uh, holiday seasons, most recently the 4th of July, uh, a lot of flights were canceled. A lot of uh, uh, travelers were very, very angry about that. And um, the, you know, there's a quick fix for this thing, and that's to rehire the unvaccinated pilots. Doesn't that make sense? Because the vaccinated pilots who are currently in those cockpits could drop dead without warning mid-flight, and it has already happened on numerous occasions. So hiring back the unvaccinated pilots uh, is going to clear up the pilot shortage and also make air travel safer. And to me, that sounds like the, the rational, logical thing to do here. Article out of blacklisted news here. Uh, the evidence is continuing to support the idea that Anthony Fauci was behind the COVID origins disinformation. Remember, there was the lab leak theory, then the natural origin theory. We found out that Anthony Fauci basically was using the, uh, the, the grants, the funding that he was handing on out um, to uh, basically get top researchers to support the idea, or rather rule out the idea of a lab leak even though those private, uh, those top researchers privately thought that's where it had come from. And they wrote this paper, The Proximal Origin of SARS-CoV-2. And uh, now the uh, uh, neutral observers for nature medicine are, are basically being uh, asked to retract the paper and, uh, because it's simply inaccurate here. Uh, okay, now let's see. Um, Something very interesting, when you get a prescription medication that has serious side effects, there is what is called a boxed warning. This is something the FDA requires. It's their most serious warning, and it appears in a very prominent box saying, you know, this medication has problems. None of the 
COVID vaccines carry this warning on the packaging, even though the evidence continues to mount that there are serious adverse reactions, uh, you know, to this shot here. Okay, now there is uh, Dr. Chris Shoemaker, and he's out there talking about the presence of DNA in the COVID vaccines. And he says it raises serious concerns about potential long-term health impacts as uh, it can influence the cell's nucleus for years, turning our bodies into mRNA and spike protein factories. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're tinkering with our DNA. And um, so Dr. Shoemaker is uh, up in Toronto, and he's warning against the potential dangers of COVID-19 genetic gene therapy injections. Now, the current uh, approved shots uh, are all are supposed to contain just mRNA, but he's saying, no, these shots are containing DNA. Now, the Johnson & Johnson shot, which is no longer on the market, I might add, uh, did contain DNA. But... Um, uh, yeah, there, there's something going on in there, and it's really dangerous. Now, as we move from crisis to crisis, actually, we're coming up here on a, uh, a commercial break, so I'm going to leave this story until after we get back from these words from our sponsors. Listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Hey there, are you gonna wait till the cows come home to get your new ease off drop and lift? What in the world is an ease off drop and lift? Our Ease-Off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the Ease-Off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my Ease-Off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Easeoff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the Internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we, the people, are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. 
It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBtalk.com and join the social media revolution. Einstein once said, future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach or a favorite song from the past or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To read more about this amazing breakthrough and to order your terahertz frequency want, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. We the people, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty. Welcome back to our show. We're talking about uh, health issues right now. And we're getting a lot of booga booga from um, the so-called authorities about, uh, you know, uh, this disease is coming, Marburg is coming, Crimean, Congo, hemorrhagic fever. And now they've got a new one coming from the CDC. And they're saying uh, there's a little-known illness caused by a tick bite gives victims a serious allergy to red meat and affected an estimated 110,000 people between 2010 and 2022. And, you know, we we know that the uh, New World Order, the Great Reset, doesn't want us eating meat anymore, you know, uh, unless it's coming from those uh, factories, the lab-grown meat here. And they're ringing the bell also on dengue fever, and uh, they're using the name bone-breaking fever. They're saying the number of cases have soared in recent years. And, uh, you know, uh, it's mosquito-borne virus endemic to tropical climates. But travelers to such places, including Southeast Asia and the Caribbean, carry it back with them to the U.S. And the virus is on the rise in various places. Now... They, uh, they've nicknamed it the bone-breaking disease for causing joint and muscle pain so severe it feels as if your bones are breaking. They don't actually, but that's what it feels like. And the virus normally runs its course and resolves, uh, but in as many as 1 in 20 cases, it can lead to bleeding and organ failure. And uh, uh, it, it has a wide range of uh, uh, effects in people. Uh, a lot of people will get dengue and not even know they have it. Um, some will get it, and it feels like a mild flu. That's what it felt like when I got dengue on the big island in Hawaii. And, uh, you know, I just dealt with it, and it just went away. Uh, but, yes, uh, one in 20 people, uh, it can actually cause serious, serious symptoms and death. It almost feels like we're 
go, jumping from crisis to crisis to crisis to crisis to keep us all distracted and running around saying, uh, government, please save us, save us, save us. And uh, I don't know about you, but I'm starting to suffer from crisis fatigue. I'm totally burned out. I, I see another one of these warnings about the impending doom. You know, the, the earth is now in the boiling phase, and I just tune it out. It's, it's just more propaganda here. All right, turning to the uh, international news, Seymour Hirsch has come out with another article saying that the Biden administration played a vital role in the attack on the Kerch Bridge to Crimea, which killed a couple and injured their child. And he said, uh, Joe Biden's support of Ukrainian President Zelensky can only come from Zelensky's knowledge of Biden. Okay. And because he was taking care of Biden's son. Now, I'm of the theory that Zelensky has been blackmailing uh, Joe Biden over Burisma. And uh, that's why Joe Biden never hesitated to send more of your money over to Ukraine. Uh, which uh, Ukraine would then you know, deposit with FTX. FTX would then make uh, major donations to Democrats. Uh, so it's, it's just a huge mess over there. Now, Zelensky on Wednesday uh, it proposed to extend the state of emergency, thereby effectively canceling parliamentary elections scheduled for October. So he's using martial law to avoid election. He's basically making himself a dictatorship. The Ukrainian people will not have a voice in determining uh, the future of the country. Now, uh, Ukrainian law says parliamentary elections have to occur no later than October 29th, and they put a 60-day limit on campaign season. Boy, that's something that we could really use here because it seems like as soon as one election is over, they're already campaigning for the next one, and... Frankly, it does get tiresome to, in the very, very least here. All righty. Um, the Russian Defense Ministry has acknowledged that a missile struck the southwest port city of Taganrog, uh, Taganrog on Friday, earlier today, calling the incident another terrorist attack by Ukraine. Fifteen people were injured, according to uh, local authorities, and uh, Ukrainian forces used a repurposed missile from a Soviet-era S-200 anti-aircraft system to target the city. Okay, now the missile was actually intercepted by Russian forces, but fragments ended up falling on the city and damaged several buildings. Okay, now there was an interesting video on social media And it shows a group of uh, working-class Ukrainians telling draft officers to send the rich people to fight their wars, not common folks with no shoes or training. So they're getting really, really tired of what's been going on over there, um, you know, with the Ukrainian war. Now, we keep hearing all about the uh, counteroffensive, and we're, we're getting all kinds of nonsense. For, like Blinken says, the Ukraine has recaptured about half of the territory that Russia uh, uh, captured during their special military operation. That is completely inaccurate. And uh, they were going to say the counteroffensive is making huge strides, and it isn't. According to this article in Aletho News, 
despite the Western media trying to improve Kiev's image and create new expectations around the counteroffensive, uh, the fact is it's not working, and it's not enough to reverse the military scenarios. The Russians are maintaining a well-designed defense system, and uh, as Germany pointed on out, the Ukrainians uh, are ignoring the NATO training in combined warfare, which synchronizes air, uh, artillery, and ground soldiers, and they're just sort of running around and shooting at things and using up ammo and weapons and really not accomplishing much of anything. Now, international organizations have failed to properly react to Kiev's persecution of the Ukrainian Orthodox Church. While the United States, the self-proclaimed global champion of religious freedoms, uh, is basically not commenting on the crimes, which amounts to tacitly approving them. And uh, again, we're seeing in our own country with this FBI, you know, spying on the uh, Latin Catholic services, um, the government is anti-religion. And again, that is also a violation of the First Amendment. Now, Russia's Federal Security Service has foiled an attempt by Ukrainian special services to carry out a terror attack aboard a Black Sea fleet ship carrying precision missile armament. The FSB detained a Russian Navy serviceman who was recruited by the Ukrainian intelligence service and seized two improvised bombs with a total capacity of one kilogram of TNT. So they basically uh, foiled that one here. The World Bank has now transferred $1.5 billion, with a B, to Kiev via the Advancing Needed Credit Enhancement for Ukraine Trust Fund. The funds raised will be directed toward economic recovery and strengthening Social Security for the population. And the transfer was carried out under guarantee from the Japanese government. So, anyway... Um, Meanwhile, the war in Ukraine is a bonanza for defense contractors, uh, including those down in Israel. And, uh, you know, the weapons industry loves military conflicts around the world because they generate huge profits for them. The war in Ukraine is creating an arms sale bonanza, and Israel's weapons producers are cashing in. Only last month, the senior executive at Israel's largest arms company, Elbit Systems, claimed that interest in the company was at an all-time high. And uh, the Israeli weapons companies basically trade on the fact that their weapons are already battle-tested in places like Palestine and Syria. And uh, so they're, they're doing a good business. Okay, the United States has sent a nuclear-powered submarine, the USS Tennessee, that carries 20 Trident II intercontinental ballistic missiles with a launch range of more than 12,000 kilometers to the United Kingdom. And so uh, this is uh, basically, you know, we're getting, the, we're getting the, the boomers out there. Normally, the United States doesn't announce where the boomers are for obvious reasons, uh, but they've uh, announced this one in the United Kingdom. Earlier, they announced the arrival of one in uh, South Korea. And uh, the U.S. Navy has 18 of the Ohio-class nuclear-powered submarines, 14 of which can carry up to 20 Trident II D-5 intercontinental ballistic missiles. Uh, the U.S. is not saying whether the USS Tennessee has nuclear weapons on board, but I would say it's probably a good bet that they do. And... Um, 
The Tennessee, like other Ohio-class strategic submarines, can carry more than 100 nuclear warheads between three and eight for each missile. And uh, they do have a very long range from sitting there to the United Kingdom. They can strike into Russia. Now, the four Ohio-class submarines that aren't carrying Trident missiles have been converted to what are called arsenal ships. Uh, the single Trident missile uh, is removed. Uh, there's a treaty limit on these things. And instead, a seven-cell launcher uh, is installed that can launch cruise missiles. Uh, TLAM Cs, TLAM Ns, and uh, that's quite a large payload of uh, these weapons. Okay. Now, Somalia says that Russia has granted debt relief on over $684 million owed by Somalia in a deal finalized on the sidelines of a Russia-Africa summit in St. Petersburg. So, a little gift from uh, Putin to Somalia. Now, over in uh, Niger, there was recently a coup, and uh, the uh, new president has said that hard-won gains in establishing democracy in the West African country will be protected. Okay? And, um, well, actually, uh, Bazoum was the one who was toppled in the coup, led by members of the Presidential Guard. And uh, he basically got on Twitter and said all Nigerians who love democracy and freedom would want this. Well, we all want, you know, democracy and freedom, especially in this country. All righty. Now, Kuwait is going to start drilling in a disputed gas field uh, without Iranian consent. Iran says the gas uh, field belongs to them. Kuwait saying, no, we're, we're going to go ahead and start drilling and uh, begin production. And you remember the first Iraq war? That was actually started by Kuwait slant drilling into Iraq's oil reserves and pumping it out. So they have a bad habit of uh, doing this sort of thing. Okay, over in China, hello, we seem to be getting fuzzy. Um, Mike, how do I sound to you? Okay. How do I sound to you? Good here. All right, well, then it's got to be at my end. Good thing this is my last show. This equipment is wearing out right now. Um, Anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, Over in China, hang on a second. Let me see if I can fix this. Okay. I think we're good. Okay. Um, Over in China, President Xi Jinping told military leaders at a meeting back in 2020 that with his country rising and the West declining, Beijing needed to prepare for a war between both sides. And so, yeah, uh, China is definitely on the rise. The United States is definitely on the decline. And, of course, we had that story, I think it was yesterday, about U.S. plans to... um, Uh, kneecap China's economy rather than uh, try and compete on an equal basis here. Meanwhile, six House Republicans have sent a letter to Vice President Kamala Harris urging her to meet with Taiwanese uh, Vice President Lai Cheng-Ti when he stops in the U.S. next month on his way to and from Paraguay, one of the few countries that has diplomatic relations with Taipei. 
Uh, Leah uh, Lai is scheduled to visit Paraguay on August 15th. Now, over in South Korea, they've had a new military parade in the capital Pyongyang, during which they displayed nuclear-capable missiles and drones. Uh, this was to mark Victory Day, North Korea's name for the end of hostilities in the 1950-1953 Korean War. Now, there is a ceasefire, but technically, officially, the war is still ongoing. It's just nobody is, uh, uh, at least for the moment, actually firing at each other. Now, the family of Travis King, who defected to uh, North Korea, um, is demanding that America should do something uh, to get him back. Now, the story is that Travis King voluntarily defected because he was in some trouble uh, with his uh, military uh, uh, superiors, and uh, he just walked across the border, and uh, he may not want to come home, but the family is saying, you know, America should do something about that. Okay, Joe Biden um, today talked about, and uh, then I think he actually forgot to actually sign the executive order. I'm sure they've corrected it by now. But the order strips military commanders of the power to prosecute sexual assault, rape, and murder cases. This is a major shakeup of the chain of command. And apparently decisions about prosecutions will instead be made by independent military attorneys. And the move is claimed to strengthen safeguards for those in uniform, removing the power of their commanders to decide which allegations to take seriously. It comes amid rising rates of sexual assaults in the military, ebbing faith in its justice system, and high-profile cases such as Vanessa Guillen, uh, who was murdered in 2020 after her claims of sexual harassment were ignored. So, getting on to the economic news... Um, there is talk by the BRICS organization that they are going to soon introduce a gold-backed currency, which would probably mean the end of global dominance of the U.S. dollar, which is based on debt. It's based on credit. And people want to go back to the gold standard because uh, the currency is much more stable. It's uh, less subject to manipulation by politicians and banks. Another article, this is from UNS.com, talking about America's deteriorating economic performance. And the U.S. military security complex and its numerous supporters in the House and Senate can't get enough of war. The one they have going in Ukraine has denuded NATO members and the U.S. of weapons and ammunition, thus creating a massive resupply market for U.S. armaments manufacturers. It's all about the Benjamins. we got to take a break for commercials. We'll be right back. Or someone you know suffer from chest pain, blood pressure, cholesterol, or irregular heartbeat? Are you looking for a more natural solution to overcome these health challenges? You hear the ads all the time. If this stuff's so good, why doesn't my doctor prescribe it? That's easy. Doctors are not trained in natural medicine. Extendivite Heart Tonic 
does want you to be as healthy as you can be, and it really works. Take Extendabite for six months and your doctor will say, I don't know what you're doing, but don't stop. It's working for you. Get the dependability of Extendabite. Just see how you feel in six months. A two-month supply of either capsules or liquid is only $69.95 plus shipping and handling. Call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. Well, we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store, or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. Antelope Hill Publishing is America's leading publisher of dissident books, bringing you a wide variety of new translations and original works on every subject, from the funding behind the transgender movement to first-hand memoirs of World War II previously inaccessible to English-speaking audiences. We publish books that mainstream publishers won't touch, full of information that challenges the political status quo. Whether you count yourself as a political dissident, student of history, connoisseur of philosophy, or enthusiast of exciting and thought-provoking fiction, you owe it to yourself to check out our catalog. With exclusive offerings like The Transgender Industrial Complex, Solzhenitsyn and the Right, The Open Society Playbook, Opioids for the Masses, and many more, there's something for everyone, and new titles are added every month. Check out our catalog today at antelopehillpublishing.com. And use code RBNREADERS2023 for 10% off your order. That's RBNREADERS2023 at antelopehillpublishing.com. Politicians and preachers once sometimes told the truth. We didn't throw wars for stone and sacrifice our finest youth. With no video games or cell phones, a house felt like a home. Children fought and played together and stick upon a computer alone. Welcome back to our show here. We're talking about the economic news, and there's an interesting article that came out of UNS talking about America's deteriorating economic performance. And, you know, our, our government, you know, has uh, been sending all of our weapons to Ukraine. Uh, and now they're saying, well, we've got to rebuild our, our stockpiles and everything. More money for the defense contractors, less money for things like infrastructure and the, the roads and so forth and so on. Uh, and uh, now, of course, uh, Washington is talking about war with China. And uh, it, it's an ugly, ugly situation there. Now, talking about the deteriorating economic situation, um, there are major cities 
where foreclosures are rising very, very fast. There are concerns that owners are sitting on a negative equity time bomb. In other words, they owe more on the house than the house is actually worth. And this was a major factor in the 2008 meltdown following the collapse of the mortgage-backed security fraud. So um, apparently about 186,000 foreclosures have been filed in the first six months of this year. The trend is being driven by an uncertain housing market and soaring mortgage rates because they're variable rate mortgages. And as the Federal Reserve ramps up those, uh, that prime rate, uh, the interest on the mortgages, not to mention your credit cards, is going to go up, and that is putting more and more pressure. And uh, the biggest uh, jump in foreclosures was in Atlantic City, where uh, 6.8 houses out of every 10,000 are facing repossession, was followed by Florence, South Carolina, New Haven, Connecticut, and Baltimore, Maryland. So people are really struggling. And not just here. Uh, homelessness rates in the United Kingdom have hit a five-year high as the cost of living crisis, you know, continues to get worse. And, uh, uh, you know, a record number of families are being forced to live in temporary accommodations. Now, according to official government data from January to March, around 79,840 households were owed help from local authorities to address homelessness or the risk of homelessness, as experts blame a shameful lack of social housing. So it's, uh, it's happening all over. Uh, gas prices across the United States have risen to an eight-month eight high, and in some places it's up to $5 a gallon. Uh, we're still uh, uh, three and change around here. Now, there is a big strike going on. It's a writer's strike, and the uh, SAG-AFTRA um, are striking in sympathy, and uh, nobody's noticing. Hollywood is shut down, and nobody really cares about that. Uh, but one of the issues the writers were talking about was the encroachment of artificial intelligence to write screenplays. And all this strike is doing is uh, basically incentivizing the studios to put more and more work uh, into that, to have uh, artificial intelligence uh, write the screenplays, possibly have artificial intelligence create the characters in the movies and just make the entire movies in computers. And, uh, you know, we sort of pioneered that back on uh, Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within. Okay, we got to take a break for station identification. Uh, we're going to open the phone lines. I don't know how many calls we'll be able to take because the lovely lady Claire is here with us. We'll be right back. you've been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company we have a solution for you simply clean foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market our line of resealable fruits vegetables and meats are suitable for everyday use and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again 
Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. 